Hi, I'm Megan Dibby and welcome to my podcast, Class and Session. In this podcast, I'll be discussing social injustice issues and everything to do with activism and allyship. If that's your jam, tune in every Friday. Hi everyone, thank you for tuning in to another episode of my podcast. Um, So today I'm going to be talking about the Sarah Everard case because it's been on the news lately, it's had a lot of media coverage and there's a lot of discussions surrounding this situation, which is a good thing, but unfortunately it took someone's death for some people to finally realise that violence against women is a big issue in our society. So yeah, we've all probably heard the story, but I'm going to give a brief explanation for those of you who don't know. Um, So basically Sarah was walking home near Clapham Common and she went missing and was found dead a week later and a police officer was accused and arrested of kidnapping her and murdering her i think he's been charged with her murder i'm not quite sure but um i have a lot of thoughts on this whole situation let me start off by saying unfortunately women were not surprised by this act of violence like violence against women has been an ongoing issue in our society for years for decades and instead of figuring out ways of tackling it and holding men accountable you know, women get victim blamed. Like people literally try to justify Sarah's murder and try to blame her, even though she did everything right. She was wearing bright clothing. She was on the phone to her boyfriend. She wasn't even out that late at night. Like she did everything society tells women to do in order to protect themselves. And she was still murdered. And by a police officer as well, someone who's meant to protect people. To me, it just goes to show that, you know, instead of telling women and like asking women to take on the responsibility of, you know, the bad actions of men, we should be focusing on the actual cause of the problem, which is men. And this is where the quote, um, educate your son instead of protect your daughter applies. Like in order for women and girls to feel protected in our society, men need to realise that we live in a patriarchal society and they benefit from the patriarchy. Like, people giving us tips on how to stop the violence against us isn't doing anything because you're not actually addressing the cause of the problem. It's like saying, oh yeah, here's some advice on, you know, how to not get kidnapped. Here's how you, someone who's not the problem and not at fault, can prevent your own death. Like, we won't educate men at all. If you do get kidnapped, good luck to you, I guess. It probably was your fault because you didn't take enough precautions. Like, that's what's basically happening. This is exactly why the Sarah Everard case sparked so much frustration in women, because it's like, we'll literally take all the necessary steps to protect ourselves, but we'll still be harmed. And also, someone in Parliament suggested, like, a 6pm curfew for men, which, come on, use your common sense, we all know it wasn't going to happen. Let's be really honest here, we all knew that it wasn't going to happen. But, you know, men ate that shit up. They literally got so defensive and angry for no reason. Like, us women literally have to take so many precautions to protect ourselves from you. And now that someone has suggested a potential, you know, hypothetical situation where men won't be allowed on the streets past 6pm, all of a sudden it's too much. Like, how are you caring more about something that's very unlikely to happen rather than the sexual assault women are facing because of you? That's very telling. I personally don't give a fuck that you would rather be at the pub partying with your friends, you know, late at night, doing what you do. I care more about the women who are constantly being sexually assaulted and who are constantly being made to feel uncomfortable because of you. Like, you should direct your energy into that instead of worrying about if you're going to be let out at night. 
So if you've been paying attention, um, you would know that there's been a statistic revealing that 97% of women in the UK had been sexually assaulted. And men's response to this was just disgusting. Again, women, you know, us women, we weren't really surprised by this because, you know, the majority of us know people who have been catcalled or people who have been sexually assaulted or some of us have gone through it ourselves. So it what it didn't come as a shock to us but yeah there were just some nasty comments and like videos circulating of men saying that they were proud of this statistic and quote unquote all the work that they've done and how they need to reach 100% like how insensitive must you be to make comments like that that's literally the definition of incel behavior then there were other men trying to debunk the statistic like i just don't get it why is it that when you first hear that the majority of women have been sexually assaulted your first thought is "Mm, this can't be true like i have to find a way to disprove this is it that hard to believe women you must be living in a bubble because women have come out with so many sexual assault stories like if you're gonna go out of your way to debunk what we already know is true then one you're a dickhead and two we now know that you're definitely part of the percentage that has sexually assaulted women not all men but definitely you for sure you and also fuck this whole not all men comment not all men but enough women we're literally telling you that 97 percent of women have been sexually assaulted and your response is "Mm, but not all men not all men but so many women have stories too many women have stories not all men but we don't know which ones are good and bad so we're gonna have to be cautious of all of you for our own protection And I don't even like this whole like good men narrative because majority of quote unquote good men still indulge in rape culture and never hold their male friends accountable. Like it's always, oh, boys will be boys, but I'm one of the good guys. Like, why do you feel the need to tell us that? Like, okay, congratulations. You've told us that you haven't sexually assaulted women. Do you want a medal? Do you want a prize? Do you want a slice of cake? Like, good for you. You've done the bare minimum. Like, I don't understand what you want from us. I just think that men need to stop using the phrase not all men when women are talking about their experiences. Why would you want to deflect from important conversations unless you're the reason why we have to have those conversations? Are you trying to deflect from the fact that you are one of those bad men? Ask yourself the question. And since I'm on the topic of deflecting, I cannot express to you how much I cannot stand men who bring up men's sexual assault stories when we're specifically talking about women. Like, yes, okay, men do get sexually assaulted, but let's be honest here, you don't care about that. You're trying to weaponize, you know, these unfortunate stories to silence women. Why are you bringing up someone else's trauma as a talking point, as a debate topic? It's not a cool thing to do. Like, that's exactly how you can tell that they don't care about male victims. Because if you really cared, you wouldn't infiltrate conversations centred about women and women's violence. Instead, you would start your own conversation. It's as simple as that. You would find your own way to spread awareness about sexual assault against men. But you don't care. You just care about silencing women. That's literally all it is. Like, it bothers me so much. Men will literally be like, oh my God, but what about men's mental health? Like, it's not just about women. Men are more likely to kill themselves, da-da-da-da. But they'll be the same men that are homophobic and will target LGBT men. I thought you said he cared about the male suicide rate. They'll be the same ones claiming that, you know, you're not manly enough if you express your emotions or you're not manly enough if you paint your nails. Look in the mirror, you're the problem. You're complaining about men's issues. 
but you're still contributing to them like do you like genuinely do you see how you're the problem like i think men are starting to realize that the patriarchy is unfortunately also affecting them something they're benefiting from is literally backfiring on them and you know i feel like that's an indication that men need to start taking women's issues seriously because the patriarchy something that affects women is also affecting men So obviously what happened to Sarah was awful, but what's also sad to see is the fact that this type of uproar only happens when white women are involved. Like Sarah got a lot of media coverage and the police were quick to arrest her murderer and investigate what had happened to her. But you know, the same can't be said for black women. Blessing's body, I can't say her surname, but I think everyone's heard of her. Um, She was a black woman and her body was found on a beach like around last year. And the police have literally done absolutely nothing to give her and her family justice. She got no media coverage and nobody took her case seriously. And you see this happen to black women all the time and nobody talks about it. Our pain is literally never taken seriously. Everyone is so ready to be feminist and fight for women's issues and talk about violence against women until it's time to centre black women in that conversation. Where is the justice for all the countless of black women that have been murdered by men, that have been murdered by police officers? Where's the justice for them? We need justice for all of those black women, especially since we're literally more likely to be killed by the police compared to white women. To me, it just feels like black women are constantly being left behind. And it's not even surprising because, you know, all the feminist movements have been doing this. Black women have put so much into feminist movements only to be left behind by white women. Can't say I'm surprised. And also there was a vigil for Sarah at Clapham Common where the police got involved and, you know, started to get violent and started to harass women, which obviously isn't okay but you know the fact that it took that and sarah's death for white people to finally finally realize that the police do not protect people is frustrating black people have been telling you about police brutality about the corruption within the policing system about racism within the policing system and you guys said nah fuck that we'll ignore you and now you're surprised do you know how annoying that is Like, now that it's happening to you and white women and white people, all of a sudden it's a problem. All of a sudden we need to talk about it. White women acting so surprised that police officers literally kill and abuse people, even though black people have been screaming this for decades, since day one. It's just so tone deaf. Like, did you not hear us talking about this when Breonna Taylor was literally killed in her sleep? Black women have been screaming about this for ages. Where were you? It literally had to take a death of a white woman for you guys to finally believe what we've been telling you for decades. All of this just tells me that white people will never take black issues seriously unless it literally happens to them. Unless an issue has a direct effect on them, they won't ever take it seriously. It's just so tiring to see. And people will probably be like, oh my God, but not everything's about race. Like, why do you have to bring race into it? Da-da-da-da, da-da-da-da, all of that shit. But the thing is, it is about race. Unfortunately, our society revolves around race. If you can't see that, then it just tells me that you live in a bubble that protects you from not seeing all the racial injustices in our society. Like, good for you, I guess. On top of all of this as well, I've just been seeing another thing that's annoyed me. I've been seeing a lot of co-opting from the Black Lives Matter movement in order to spread awareness to what's happened to Sarah. And I just don't like it. And I don't care if white people call me bitter, angry, crazy, whatever. But using the, what is it? 
women's lives matter hashtag is insensitive and it's directly co-opting from the black lives matter hashtag and it just shouldn't be done point blank period so i want to explain this extremely well and i'm going to be sharing their slides because honestly everything that they said was just top tip perfect amazing just worded amazingly um but you know all i have to say is that you can create and uplift your own movement without uh, using phrases that are already associated with the black lives matter movement i promise you guys it's that easy like when i was reading the slides from the girl who wrote it um she was just saying that using the women's lives matter phrase implies that black lives and women's lives don't coexist and i was like that's literally what i was thinking like people seem to think that black issues and women's issues are two separate things when they're not like black women exist guys we face both issues we face both racism and misogyny so feminism and you know the abolishment of racism must go hand in hand intersectionality come on so with the co-opting of black movements i've also noticed two other things which of course i have to mention um during the protests because there's been some protests after the violence at the vigil um a lot of white people were chanting say her name and that did not sit right with me and other black people felt uncomfortable as well which was you know all the validation i needed because i genuinely thought i was going crazy white people will do that to you um but you know the phrase say her name was created specifically to give attention to the black women who were killed by police um who were victims of police brutality and majority of the time never got the proper media attention that they deserved so for white people to be chanting this phrase it's again very insensitive and tone deaf I just think white people need to realise that even though Sarah was killed by a police officer, it's not the same as black women who have faced police brutality. Like, I know it's hard to hear, but it's genuinely the truth. So instead of, you know, chanting, say her name, simply just, you know, come up with a new phrase to chant. Another thing I've also noticed is on TikTok, yep. You see, I I feel like I complain about this app way too much, but then I don't delete it. So like, what's the point of me complaining about it if I'm literally going to use it every single day? Oh, well. Um, But yeah, a lot of white women um, have been using the song Stand Up, which is from the movie Harriet about Harriet Tubman. You can see where this is going. So they've just been using this song to spread awareness about Sarah. And again, I did not like that. And one black person who I follow on TikTok literally said this. And the way white people were gaslighting them, unbelievable. White allies literally claim that they support and listen to black people until we critique them, until we call them out. They literally abandoned the little respect that they had for us. Like all of a sudden it's fuck listening to black voices. All of a sudden it's not everything's about race or that we're being too extra they love to use that excuse i'm sorry but in this situation we are 100 correct that song is literally about escaping slavery it's about harriet tubman risking her life to free black people from slavery i don't want to hear that song be used for anything other than the liberation of black people yes you can say it's just a song it's just words whatever i don't care don't use it find a different song there are millions of songs out there you guys do your job find them don't get me wrong i understand that violence against women and the fact that you know 97 percent of women have been sexually assaulted but that song was not created for that that song doesn't represent that call me crazy i don't care i just think that people need to stop co-opting from black movements because it's literally taken away from our movement 
find your own shit create your own shit some of you guys are meant to be creatives out here but you're not doing the creative work please just come up with your own stuff anyways moving on from that um or towards the end but before i spare you guys um i just want to talk a bit about the policing bill that the conservative government is trying to pass in the uk um so this is the police crime sentencing and courts bill it's literally a mouthful for no reason so basically the conservative government is saying that like this bill is going to give police more power to protect themselves and the public which is already a problem you're telling me that your response to a woman who has just been murdered by a police officer is to give the police more power that is not the solution like the police already have too much power they abuse that power it's literally been made abundantly clear why is it that the government thinks that giving them more power is going to do anything it's going to solve the issue now when it comes to protests what they're basically trying to do is set conditions like when protests are going to start and finish um they're trying to set noise limits on protests and give police the power to intervene if they think protests are disturbing people so what they're trying to say is yeah you can protest but you know we have the right to intervene at any moment and we can make up any dumb excuse as to why we're shutting down your protests so you might as well not protest like this is actually so dangerous is this not fascism correct me if i'm wrong like they're literally trying to take away our right to protest and it's so funny because conservatives are always like oh my god our freedom of speech is being threatened they're gonna take away our freedom of speech and here we have the conservative government literally trying to take away our freedom of speech and our right to protest ironic isn't it i'm telling you this is 100 percent their way of retaliating against the black lives matter protests in summer like we can literally get 10 years for defacing a statue they are going to send us to prison for taking down a racist statue i love the uk people can get fined for having megaphones at protests we might not be allowed to protest in front of parliament like what the fuck is this like the government needs to understand that if they genuinely do take away our right to protest riots will happen and to be honest as they should because they really think they can get away with this protests are meant to disturb people they're literally meant to make people uncomfortable the whole point of them is to get your attention so you'll listen to us that's why people chant things at protests so we can get your attention stopping us from protesting at parliament is literally so wrong because parliament is literally where the government does all their work so if we want to demand change and action that's exactly where we're gonna go and Priti Patel has been so heavily involved in this and I'm not surprised her and Bojo had so much to say about the BLM protest during summer calling us thugs on Twitter I didn't forget that one they really said "Mm, no black people on the streets we don't want them on the streets of London this is literally another way of the government finding any and every excuse to lock up black people we all know that's literally the outcome black people are so like villainized in society that even when we're protesting and asking for basic human rights they will try and make us look bad like they'll do everything in their power to demonize us and in my opinion i think that's exactly what sparked the bill the fact that they just don't want black people protesting like they are trying to silence our activism that's literally all it is um but we are at the end of this episode thank you for taking the time to listen it's much appreciated i personally i'm choosing to be optimistic i have faith right now the bill has been delayed so hopefully it will not get passed hopefully the bill will just get killed off and that'll be the end of it i just think the government needs to realize that the solution to tackling violence against women is not by enforcing more police and borderline racist laws if you like this episode and want to hear more from me subscribe and tune in every friday for now take care